Cheers. Cheers. I'm Kana. I'm Andy. Welcome to Diplomacy Games. The game all things diplomacy related. The game, the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> so halfway through a pint already. Yeah, but we've already kind of got into our cuts already. <laughs> it won't be long until we're heading back to the bar. Speaking about the bar... Yeah, well, the original joint we were going to go to um, has changed their hours on us. Um, didn't tell Google. Didn't tell Google. So we rocked up at one joint. It's not open. And we went, oh, what's open? So we ended up at the hotel in Japan. Yeah, so um, it's... We're reco- Actually, this is really weird because we're actually going to be recording pretty much the day the podcast comes out. Oh, really? You're going to release this one today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once we've, once we've finished up today, I'll go home, provide I'm not... <laughs> Totally shit face. Well, it's, it's I'll do all Saturday. the editing and the sound stuff and then just pump it out. Well, it is a Saturday and we don't normally record on a Saturday. No, and it's and during the holidays. But yes, yes. we just we looked at our schedules and we couldn't make no, nothing worked. two days match. No, no. We're, we're, schedule, we're so. both pretty crap, <laughs> perfectly honest. Um, but as, as a result, it's on, I'm on the foot. On foot? You're on Shanks the foot. Shanks' pony. Shanks' pony? What's that? What are you talking about? What? No, I'm on foot. I'm not driving anywhere after all. You know, there's no. I'm just catching public transport. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Shanks's pony. I've yeah. never heard of Shanks's pony. Oh, because of the leaf shanks. I don't even know where that saying comes from. No, Shanks's pony means you just you, you, you walk. You walk. Yeah, well, your shanks are your legs. Shanks's pony. So you're yeah, walking on your legs. Yeah, it's a, that's not a common saying up in Queensland. I've never heard of Shanks's pony. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's pretty common saying down, down, down south. Down south, yeah. Let us know, listeners, if that's uh, you know something that's being said in the UK or if it's just oh, or, or America or America or wherever. wherever. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be interested. Anyway, I am drinking cider because it's a Saturday, and cider's crisp and it's a great Saturday drink. Very good. I've got a Bolter XPA. Uh, we've both got pints. Um, but I think I'll go to the wine after this because, yeah, I think as I said before, usually one beer, lovely, great way to, great, great opening, you know what I mean? <laughs> a second beer or worse yet, a third doesn't kind of gel with me very well afterwards. So, so I've got the, I'm on the, um, uh, the James Squire Orchard. Thing. Orchard, no, it's a good one. Um, that's, no, that's a good drop. It's um. How would you, how would you describe that as a oh, sniff? Yeah, sure. Um, you describe that as a. Oh, it smells nice. It smells very scrumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeasty. I'm not going to describe it as an opening. I'm going to describe it oh, as diplomacy related. As a fine autumn where you've slipped into an extra supply centre you were expecting to bounce in. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's that's how I describe it. Yeah. You've stolen an extra dot. You've, you've, you done, you've done a Calhammer dot grabber. <laughs> you've done the, you've the Calhammer dot grabber. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. So, um, talking diplomacy, we were just saying before we, we started recording, um, obviously, we, we were hoping tomorrow to be playing a face to face game, and once again, we didn't quite get numbers. Yeah, which so. is a bummer. But, yeah. I have had I've had, had two two of our fellow you know Brisbaneites say here's my dates oh, yeah. so I just need to kind of get everyone else to kind of provide dates I reckon as I said to you before if we had some 
some clear three or four people that are available, maybe two or three weeks in advance, we can then put in place strategies to try to beat the drum and get more people to come along. It's proving difficult. Now, even in a semi-okay COVID world, at least here, yeah. to, you know, we still can't quite get the numbers. We're not quite back at COVID, not, we're not quite back numbers. at pre-COVID normal, are we? So, and, and on that front, we have kind of hummed and hard around whether we go down to Melbourne for the, um, the first face-to-face tournament since COVID kicked off. Yep. And we have decided we won't be going. Yeah. Essentially, it's still too much up in the air. Yeah. I mean, things could be cancelled, but no, they, they, they can still be shutdowns. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably both feel more comfortable giving it a couple of months um, when there's more vaccine out there, more people are, you know, inoculated and things are a lot more normal and less likely to go to an extreme shutdown and we don't want to be stuck in the state. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I think as we've touched on the show previously, here in Australia, um, there is some quite strong border control between different states. So if you have an outbreak all of a sudden occurs in, you know, if we're in Melbourne, or if an outbreak occurs in Brisbane, often all the states just start shutting their borders rapidly against each other and some of them kind of give bugger all notice. I think like WA, literally, it's like, guess what? We've just shut the borders. Yeah, there was a bunch of people on an aeroplane. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean? It's like, yeah, they they left, you know, East Coast and everything's all cool. And whilst they were mid-flight, some outbreak occurred in Perth and they literally just went, no, you can't come in. Go into two weeks quarantine or turn around and go back home. Um, and I'm not too keen on that happening to me. And, and I think, like, if we were in, if, like, if we was in down in Sydney, I probably might be a little bit okay with that because, like, in a worst case scenario, if there was this rapid border shut thing, you can always just fucking just hire a car and just gun it for 10 hours and see if you can and make get it. Get over the border. Get over the yeah. border. But, you know, Melbourne's a different story. It's a, yeah, it's a 24 hour well, it's a, solid. Well, 2,000 yeah. kilometre journey, what's that, that, three and a half thousand miles for our American friends and European friends. And actually, no, Europeans are kilometres, it's Brits that are miles. I've driven it a couple of times. And well, Melbourne not, to Brisbane? Yeah. Fuck. Well, actually, yeah, and further. But it's not a fun drive. You know, you, you, you're driving out of Victoria and you think, you know, you cross the Victorian border in New South Wales, you know. In your mind, you're thinking, oh, I've just crossed into one state. Yeah, you there's know. one done, only one more to go. One more to go. Take just as long. Fine, and you know. Easy. Piss and then mess. you're driving and driving and driving and driving and driving. And you're like, oh my God, it's getting dark and I'm getting tired. And you look at the map where the hell you are. And you're not even a third of the way yeah, through. You're not even, like, not even camera. <laughs> you know, you think, oh, Christ. You know. And, and, and to be honest with you, I don't think that the, um, the highways really... The highways are more suited for Melbourne to Sydney. Yep. Yep, via Canberra. Yeah. But there's no real easy multi-lane highway that goes off that network up to Brisbane. Yeah, look, I... I, Not any that's straight, you know. last, Last time I drove to or from Sydney was far out, probably 10 years ago, and I agree with you at the time. I don't know if they've updated or upgraded the highway since then. Last yeah. time I kind of did any, you know, heavy driving all the way down there and back. And I'm getting older. I mean, 
uh, to be honest with you, like I thought of going longer than two hours in a, in a car. Is it shits? It just, yeah, yeah. nah, there's the thought of it. It's like, nah, you need to stop every so often and stretch your legs and see where the hell you are because, yeah, just that sort of level of, you know, I, I guess commitment to, yep. to doing a solid long drive. I just don't have any longer. So, look, Mel, Goffey, all of our friends are down in Melbourne that would dearly love to stab or ally with. Uh, we we yeah. will be a pass this time around, just because. Yeah, I, I think it'd be hypothetically if Melbourne was in the same state as Brisbane, absolutely one hundred. Then we'd have no problems at all. Yeah. You know, well, it'd be a lot easier. But yeah, with the distances, it's a bit too much. So. Uh, but if sucks, there's something coming up later on in the year, yeah. you know, and yeah. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So, um, yeah, I mean, some of the things that I think, I, as I mentioned to you before, around if we can kind of get three or four people at least lined up, or maybe five, in advance notice, I really want to do that meet-up thing, you know what I mean? Seems like it, that works for uh, that mob up in... Um, uh, uh, not, Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. Chicago, all those Seems people. work for them. Yeah. see why it can't work for us. Yeah. The other idea I thought about is there's actually like on, on Meetup there's a um, like a quite a large Brisbane board game group. So whether it's a case of trying to kind of you know go try to get into that and yeah, then kind um, of talk about it and get them kind of keen and, and you know find people who might be interested. Honestly, like you know, if if you if you're being calculated with it. You know that that would be a market to find new players, really, yep. to infiltrate a board game group and create a little wedge of diplomacy interested players yeah, who yeah. are willing to, willing to splinter off and do their diplomacy stabbery. Yeah, and then kind of then kind of port them across to our group as well. They can still do that group, but you know. And I had the same thought, I think I was, I was about to do this last year before COVID, which is like some of the universities here had their own board game groups. And I reckon if we can kind of get some of the young folk in as well. Mm-hmm. I think universities would be a good spot for it. Yep. At the moment we're kind of shooting in the dark, aren't we? Yes. We should be a bit more targeted. Well, we'll how how often does some... this board game group, this Brisbane board game group meet? I don't know, but I... Um... I was, I thought it was quite regular. It might even be once a week or whatever like that. It's like over a thousand members. You know, you might have to bite the bullet and play another game in order to talk to people. Yeah. Well, actually, my, actually, well, my, my, my son has got into a number, he's got a number of new board games um, that he's been meaning for me to play. One's like, I don't know, it's a Disney game, it's called Villainous. It hasn't really flattened my boat. But apparently, one that he's bought. Is one you've talked about before, which oh, yeah. is um, pandemic. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. And, and, and he kind of so. Well, I think I think the intention is to kind of play a game of that. That's one of those games where you're actually competing at, with your, not against your other players, but with them against the mechanics of the board. Yep. Yep. Um, no, that's a that's a good one. I've actually bought the expansions for that. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming this is a COVID expansion, or <laughs> yeah, no, I thought you know we've got to go, got to go, got to get pandemic the board game because you know 
it's, it's topical. Yeah. And oh, um, I wonder, wonder how their sales have gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I um I bought I bought the next two expansions on that to so that we could play it um, as a six player game because mm-hmm. at the moment it's a four player. The vanilla version's a four player game. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. 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 That's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a good game. I, I first played that down in Tasmania. Yeah, so I thought that might be a, a, an avenue of you know going in there and trying some different stuff, as you've said. Yes. Um, I even thought about. Hey, I play settlers of Catan if it meant convincing someone to come over to diplomacy. Well, I've, I've never done settlers of Catan. I've done Car- Carcassonne before. Carcassonne is better than settlers. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was when I was at high school, I used to play Dungeons and Dragons. So I thought that might be another vehicle. You know, the old Gary Gygax way in. Yeah, um, Magic the Gathering. There's a huge following of that up here in Brisbane. Yeah, there's like a whole. But I'll be stuffed if I'm spending a gazillion dollars to, you know, to meet people and play this stuff. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Is Magic the Gathering going to collect all its cards and shit? And yeah, yeah. So like, uh, like get the first that. buy the first random pack and just get slaughtered. There's a massive following of Warhammer people, and I don't really think that that's. Not really. I don't think we're going to meet, meet that many people who are keen Warhammers who'd be interested in doing diplomacy. No, I wouldn't have thought so either. You know, I mean, these guys are very keen on like dice and strict on the rules and get out the tape measure to see how much damage their army does. Like, uh, yeah, nah. It's, yeah. Bit too complex. No, yeah. Hey, you want a drink? Another one? I do. Same thing? Sounds good. Cool. Back in suit. And we're back. Cheers. I've um, switched up to the wine, so um, got a Rudic 2018 Shiraz. It's one of those ones which is kind of like where you've kind of got the, the local house label, but it's under something that sounds a little bit more interesting than, you know, house wine. Okay, right Because I know it's owned by the same company that owns all the hotels, that owns Dan Murphy's, that owns the BWS's. Drinkable? Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, good solid opening. Nothing, nothing flash. Nothing spectacular. Nothing horrible either. Hey, um, I guess we've got to give a big shout out to. Thank you. To um, a big, yeah. Big shout out to Peter McNamara for becoming um, or coming first in this year's DBNI, the Diplomacy Broadcast Network's Invitational Cup, uh, the Cal- Cowhammer Cup. Cowhammer Cup. What a great name. Yeah, yeah, so he um, well done to the marketing team on that one. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great choice. Um, so he, he played as Italy. I would have um, thought England. No, Italy. He he won it on thirteen supply centres. Ooh, which is oh my god! How do you do that with Italy? For Christ's sake! Of all countries. Well, some people love playing Italy. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, like some people love playing Austria. Personally, I. Gives me the shits if I draw either of them. Yeah. Well, my recent gunboat game in the web diplomacy, I did quite well. But we'll talk a bit more about that later. Um, because so, he played against um, Baron Jane as Austria. Right. Uh, Marcus Silstra, mm-hmm. England. Captain Mean. Yep. Uh, Russ Dennis, France. Andre Gribakov, Germany. 
and Matthew Krill, Russia, and Nicholas Sahugiet, Turkey. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that's awesome. So, yeah, well done, Peter. Well done, Peter. I, um, I, I must have missed the invitation. must be in my email that I kind of didn't check. How about you? <laughs> yeah, right. Was it in your email that you didn't <laughs> it check as well? <laughs> Anyway, uh, maybe maybe next year we'll be uh, considered appropriate enough to invite to a game to take out the Calhammer Cup. It's actually Especially the way you're on. playing at the moment. You're fucking on fire, Kana. At the moment I'm doing okay, but don't jinx me. Um, Touch wood. I, I, like I said, I've, I've been channeling my inner Calhammer and actually doing a bit more dot grabbing than I would actually do dot grabbing. Yep. It's, it's, yeah, but I'm not... not I'm, yeah, see how that one goes. There's actually a few um, virtual tournaments coming up as well. Oh, okay. Um, there's one uh, the 6th and 7th of March, the Tour of Britain. Yep. Um, then we've got a French one, a Championnat du Monde Francophone. Yeah, I think, the 19th. I think if I'm we, turn up, that one we turn up and start speaking bloody English. It is a bastard's full in French. Yeah, we'll just kind of get... People will be automatically had the, uh, the target painted on their back. Then the 13th of March is the Virtual Diplomacy League. And then there's the Virtual GUD Comp on the 27th. Um, and Whipping. Mm-hmm. The sign-ups are open for the virtual version of that in April, which is oh, April 10th. So there's a few... You know, there's a few online things happening in the virtual world. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. March is a bit busy for me. I don't know if I'll be able to make any of them, but anyway. But April 10th sounds doable to me. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what's happening, but that's on the holidays, I think. Yeah, it, it is. I think I'm actually away on holidays. Is that, that's, uh, well, I, that's April 10th in America time, is it? Oh, yeah, well, it would be. Which so. would be Saturday there, which would be Sunday morning our time, which means I might be available. I'll be back from holidays by then. Have to look into it. Come back on Saturday. How are you going with your games, then? Oh fuck! I don't know. Um, so, a couple of games. Uh, first thing to touch on is my Happy Australia Day game. So this is the mate against mate game. Oh, yeah. Yep. You were um, Indonesia, right? For memory. Y- yep. Allied with South Australia. Yeah, I'm currently allied with South Australia. And this yeah. is the one where you, you know, I've also, accidentally I've also moved got, into the Great Barrier Reef. And yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, Absolutely. That's the one. Yep. I've also got amicable relations with uh, Victoria, which is good. Um, yeah, so I've, I've kind of more than um, more than actively kind of gone back into the Great Barrier Reef. Well, you're actively dismantling Queensland. That's yes. right, Okay. Yeah. So the... Um, so, yeah, so a more yeah. populous neighbour in the north is actively invading. Correct, correct, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of making some, some ground. My ally South Australia is making ground. I've noticed, though, that we've got, I reckon, what's likely to happen here is both Victoria and, and, and New Zealand are just, like, support holding everywhere. Uh-huh. So, I, I, I actually think that probably everyone's thinking, once Queensland's done, whether we kind of all... Um, four ways? Yeah, do a four-way draw, because at that yep. stage, everyone's on either about 10 or 11 or 12. So okay. it's going to be a bit hard to start um, yeah. 
doing things unless people start radically stabbing each other. What are the stalemate lines in this variant like? I don't know. I don't think there's been enough games to... Playtesting, really. Well, there's, there's been like plenty of games, but I, I don't know if there's any real stalemate. Well, there probably is, but... I, I, I know when I designed it, I tried to make sure that there wasn't... wasn't there wasn't any, but that there were plenty of opportunities to try to break them. I'd be interested to see what the, you know, the, the, the two power blocks would look like if they came to a, like a head-to-head, one of those unbreakable alliance things. Okay, so you've got South Australia, Indonesia against New Zealand, yep. Victoria. What, what would be the outcome of that if it was, uh, given this, given this, and that, you know. Um, the southeast of the board is pretty solidly controlled by Victoria, New Zealand. Yep. And sort of everything north and west yeah. of that um, central New South Wales down to South Australia border is pretty well controlled by South Australia, Indonesia, with no. a Victorian fleet in the west southern ocean. Yep. Yeah, so just south of the Great Australian Bight. Mmm, interesting. Yeah. Is it something that you're thinking about doing, like going for the four-way draw, or is it...? Well, it's an unranked game, so look, as far as I'm concerned, I'm open to different options. Um, okay. I, I think that would... For, look, honestly, four-way games is done, dusted, everyone walks away, having a good time, except for the other four people that lost. Um, uh-huh. Maybe they had a good time too, who knows. Or, yeah, we can kind of say, hey, how about we just see how far we can take it, but... I could just get the shits and move on. Right. So it's, you're getting that feel. It's getting close to the end of the year. Well, the fact, look, the fact that neither New Zealand or Victoria are showing any sign of stabbing each other, um, I think it tends to lend itself to the idea that if they're not going to have to do that. And, and also that they're, they're not actively attacking the, um, the West, you know what I mean? That they're sitting there holding... And this is a full press game, so we can obviously have the conversation anyway. Right, okay, so that's one of them. That's one of them. Um, my uh, Imperial Diplomacy 2 game, which is a uh, anonymous game, so I can't talk too much about it, but it's still going and I'm still in it, which I'm surprised about. Oh, this is the one where, yeah, you've got more powerful players who are... You know, doing their power plays around you, but you're just like the little. I'm the little runt in the, the middle. The runt that's stuck, and they can't figure out what to do with you. And I'm surprised yeah. because. No, actually, I'm not going to say it on tape because if I say it on tape, then you know. You give it away. I give it yeah. away. You know, what I mean, I, and I don't want to do that. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about that when you, when we go get more some draw drinks, uh, off tape. But um, yeah, that one's still going along. I have to say, I've always, I've always shied away from the Imperial map. Um, not because I don't like the actual layout of the map, but it's the unit icon, icons. I, I, I just don't like the... Oh, because they're like X and A's? Yeah. I, I don't like the shape. Because the F is like a big, long... Elongated. Well, yeah. that's just like a block of wood. Yes, I know, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just so used to seeing... But like the A's a, are like little squares. But I'm still used to seeing like a visual representation there when I'm looking at it online. You prefer a boat? I prefer a boat, yeah. And then a 
tank or a cannon or something. Or a barbarian army with a sword or something. Something um, period appropriate. Yeah. So, for instance, like with Imperium, we'd probably have sloops and um, red coats. Yeah. Yep. So, my other, I've got two other games I'm in at the moment. Um, there's my Europa Renovatio team game. Oh, yeah? So, I'm playing as Austria. Everyone knows I'm playing as Austria. Um, but this is where there's secret teams. So, you know, everyone's got a team of four. Is team of four? I don't know how that works. Four, yeah. Because that's not a number divisible by 30... How many players are there? Anyway, who cares? 36. Okay, well, that's divisible over four. Awesome. Um, yeah, so this one on... Uh, your... I, kind of, since the last you, time we recorded... Austria? No, I'm Austria, yeah, yeah. Since the last time we recorded, um, I kind of stabbed Bohemia at exactly the same moment that Switzerland stabbed me. Your timing's impeccable, Andy. My timing's shit. And that's obviously, <laughs> you're just being fucking facetious. Um, so, yeah, I've got this... And, of course, as a result of that, I've got fights in the north, fights in the west. Um, What's happening to your east? Seems to be pretty friendly with um, purple. Naples, is it? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm getting on well with Naples. I'm getting on well with Lithuania, um, who's also in the east. Um, okay, yep. But, like, there's... The knives are out around this board at certain points of time, you know what I mean? Like, Saxony's on the way out. I reckon the Teutonic Order's on the way out. Poland is just on one supply centre. Just He's the ultimate survivor. He just keeps moving around and... I'm well and truly out of this game. Um, but there and are, I'm not the only one. There's a few people already out. Hey. Yeah. Who, who's been eliminated? Bavaria, Hungary, France, Morocco, Norway, Ottomans, Portugal, Venice, and myself, Denmark. Poland on one. The Papacy on one. Moscow on one. On two. Savoy on three, Burgundy on four, Novgorod on four, Saxony four, Sweden four, and then we start going up. Clemson nine, Teuton's eleven. Yeah, so look, there's um. Where the hell's Moscow? Oh, all the way up there. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think Moscow is stuck up around. Oh, I don't know where would you call it. Middle of nowhere, kind of wedged between. Is that around Kalingrad? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's like... Fuck. Yeah. Horrible Which spot. Which one? So it's a... Because we've got two really small ones over there. So you've got Novgorod with... Four. Moscow's on two. So yeah, Moscow's oh, still Moscow's sitting down on... Moscow's there, yeah, yeah. Moscow and... I can't see his other one. It's up in the north. Kalingrad, I think. Yeah, Kalingrad. Yeah. Which I think... Later on became called Minsk, wasn't it? it? Would become Minsk, yeah. No, no, it wouldn't become No Minsk, um oh, fuck, what's it called? The one that's the, the supply centre that, that would be north north coast Saint Petersburg. Yeah. What's it um, called? What's it called? It's where the, the boats from the Hunter Red Octavia came out. Archangelisk. 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 It's gonna bug me. It'll come up later, no doubt. Um, 
Yeah, interesting. So this game's got a lot more to play out on. Like, there's a lot more life to this game yet. No, but there's quite clearly certain power blocks that are forming. Um, I think Blind Freddy can see a lot of the power blocks, but just how those power blocks relate to each other is, I think, the, um, the interesting dynamic left in this game. I love looking at uh, Scandinavia because it is just like a Ooh, quilt a with all these work. different colours everywhere. <laughs> Between the old Norwegian colours, some remnants of the old Cana Denmark colours... But then you've also got bits of Scotland, bits of England, bits of Livonia, bits of Sweden. Norway, I'm happy to see, is gone, is he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. He is a mongrel, that one. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Be cipher. Okay. So, um, but I'm enjoying this game. Uh, again, another unranked game. Um, I seem to be playing a lot of unranked games now. Being too protective of your uh, your ranking. I think it's because I kept putting my ranking at risk and kept slipping, and I thought, bugger this, I'm just going to stop it. Now we both joined a game that we're both in. Yeah, well, yeah, this came out because you mentioned that you were in a particular game, and and I said, oh, I'm in that game as well. Um, so, so we have to be careful about how um, we talk about this one. Well, yeah, because I don't want you knowing who I am and you probably don't want me. Actually, I'd love to know who you are and vice versa, but we need to kind of keep each other honest. Yeah, yeah. But this is the um, this is the divided states area. Yep. Um, we're on a big map of uh, the US. Uh, there's Canada, which are neutral territories. Mm-hmm. Um, with standing armies and Mexico with neutral territories standing armies and it's pretty much every state against every state so this game's just really started and it's really just the, the opening season and I think this is, the, is this the first time I've played this map since the time I soloed the variant I think it would be yeah. yeah so it's actually good to be back in this game this variant okay I tend to like this um, style of fighting when you've got 50 players duking it out. So everyone 52? is relatively... Huh? No, 50. 50. 50 states in America. Oh, we're not playing with territories then. No, there's, well, there's, there's, there's no Canada, there's no DC Mexico. DC's not one. No, no, this is just an yeah. unoccupied supply centre. Okay. Great. And... Um, well, how many stars are there on the American flag? There's 50. I have to keep on reminding myself that Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. Um, anyway. Yeah. No. Yep. No, I, th- I think, uh, I don't know whether that'll change on the current administration because they both vote Democrats, so it will give them extra seats in, in the Senate. But yeah, anyway. Well, interesting to see what happens there. Yep. But, um, yeah, so I don't know how you want to talk about this one, seeing it's anonymous. Ooh. Is it best to kind of just talk around openings? Because I, I don't know, because openings and 50 players might be a bit much for the listeners, I'm just well, conscious of. But. how about we just sort of divide it into um, regions, like we do the northeast, we do the south, we do the deep south. And just like stand out stuff? just stand out what okay, sort of jumps okay, out cool. of you. So the Pacific northeast, northwest, sorry. So let's start off with, uh, uh, no, fuck. Let's start with Alaska. Well, Pacific northwest would be Alaska... Oregon, Washington. Well, yeah, I'm just going from the top of the board and coming down. I'm, I'm talking geographical regions of the US. 
So let's include Alaska in there. Great. Let's start with Alaska. So, um, uh, so yeah. Okay. What jumps out? So Idaho is Idaho. It's moved into. It's it's moved. So it looks like he's moving against. um, Oh, you're talking about the region. Okay, sure. But yeah, Yeah. of course, fuck. I forgot. You were talking about regions. Yeah. So um, no. So uh, Idaho. No, it's Montana has moved against Idaho. I like actually, I love I love this because you've got no idea about American geography. So I've got discussion. a bit of an idea on that. <laughs> this is where you laugh around. Oh yeah, you're saying. Oh yeah, and you're saying. Okay, yeah, you're right. So, so Idaho's moved on. Um, Oregon. At the same time, Oregon. Montana has attacked Idaho. So yep. um, watch that space. Um, not much happens in the Dakota. Is that Dakota? No. What were those square ones? Right. So um, let's just let's, let's talk about uh, Washington states kind of moved it towards the old you know, Canadian provinces of Vancouver and heading towards Victoria. Yeah. Um, the Oregon stuff, yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. And North Dakota and South Dakota, they're all seeming to be doing. Well, South Dakota's within their own borders. Oh, is that South Dakota? No, what's the fuck? What are those places? Is that Wyoming? No, no. Montana is the pink. Okay, yep. And just below Montana is. Is that other place? Wyoming, yeah, Wyoming? Iowa? No, I reckon it's Wyoming. Wyoming, okay. So underneath that, you've got. Probably Wyoming. Sorry if you're in in Wyoming or Idaho or or any of these places will be fucked up. So that pink one, Denver, that's Colorado. That's right? Colorado below yep. what we think Wyoming, might be Wyoming. What we think. So that grey one is Salt Lake City, and that that's is Utah. Utah, okay. Yeah, so um, Colorado so, and Utah are both kind of claiming territories within their own area. So, um, so for those listeners listening to this game, again, it's not classic. It's fifty states; they're all fighting it out amongst each other. But to try to keep things relatively balanced in the game. Um, Technostar, who designed the variant, basically has made sure that, look, California doesn't have an unnatural advantage, say, over Rhode Island in, the, in an opening. So much the same way you'd have in Classic with some of the larger territories like Russia. starts with one unit more. Um, California and Texas and a few other bigger places might start with one or two more. But it's not like it's a, a radically advantageous, advantageous position. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of the supply centres that actually exist within the states, uh, usually about half of them are notionally owned by the actual state that it's within. And the other half start off as um, unoccupied supply centres that aren't counted towards the unit count. So when you're when you're saying um, have moved to take supply centres within their territories, they've moved and haven't actually moved over the territories into another player's yeah. uh, colour space. So you can be, so there's there's no obvious um, animosity towards any other. And I think that's I mean from those territories, country states. Yeah. When I'm playing this variant, that's my preference for an opening, only because it doesn't kind of it doesn't signal. Um, you know, a, a an attack or a claiming of another bit of, of, of turf that's next door. I think that sends a good message. Start off with anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, you're not going to kind of if 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 all the vacant supply centres that are within your state are like just a little bit over the border and and you can get there first and be a Calhammer dot grabber. Why say no? Um, Oregon has um, invaded California in the north. 
Although oh, he did too. You're right. Like he's going to be booted out of it. I don't think that's a successful invasion. No, no. Um, moving east, that is oh, Arizona. So, 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 so um, Nevada also did the same thing as Utah and Colorado, just moving within its own borders. Uh-huh. California um, generally, actually, it's pretty much moved within its own borders, but as you said, ready, ready to kick out um, Oregon. Um, down south. We've Arizona got has moved south of the Mexican border, but other than oh, that, yeah. staying within its territories. Um, and New is Mexico? Arizona? Or, oh. Which, which one's is it, which? Is it New Mexico or Arizona? Arizona, New Mexico, from left to right. I think Phoenix. Phoenix is in... Arizona. Arizona? Yeah, maybe. Albuquerque. Yeah, Santa Fe. Santa Fe is in New Mexico. That sounds about right. Okay, right. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, New Ari- Mexico has moved south of the border, but he has bounced uh, Texas. From El Dorado. From El Dorado. Albuquerque into Sam, whatever Sam is. Mm, okay. Um, Texas. Texas like that. Um, Texas mm. has... What's that state north of Texas? It's got a panhandle. It does have a panhandle, a very <laughs> pronounced panhandle. It's uh, Oklahoma has actually moved into the Texas panhandle of uh, Amarillo. Bravo. Okay. Um, has also b- bounced Oklahoma in... Um, Dallas and ARD bounced in ABI, whatever the fuck that is. Um, at the same time, he has also been invaded from Mississippi... Uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Yes. So this is interesting. This is really interesting, and I want to talk about this one. So he's moved from I, I don't know what SHV is within Louisiana, but that's moved to BEA in Texas, whatever that is. But more interesting enough is the Texan fleet in Houston. Houston has stayed within a supply center and actually supported the Louisiana, Louisiana fleet of New Orleans into MSC, whatever MSC is, the overseer zone around um, that, that um, space immediately Mississippi south. Mississippi south coast? Could be. Maybe. I don't know. We'd have to go and check properly. We'd have to look, yeah. But either way, in a gunboat game, that's interesting he picked that. Now, I guess you can assume... Based on the geographic nature of New Orleans, it's likely to go there, and that might send the message to work together. And I think, as far as Texas is concerned, that's a really, really smart thing. Texas is generally overestimated as a as a playing country yeah. in this variant. I find. Yep. It tends to always get Louisiana and Oklahoma, and either. New Mexico slash Arizona because we can't fucking tell the difference usually attack Texas all at once and generally speaking Texas even though it starts off on paper strong collapses very very quickly all the lily puttins around and start nibbling away at him and yeah there's not a lot of so if if, um, Louisiana actually pick up on that messaging which they should um, they may choose to um, you know Create a longer-term relationship there through some signalling and so forth. 
All right. So let's go up the River Delta then. So what's that one north? So, okay, so I'll be fucked. So we've got Mississippi's the left and Louisiana's the one to the right of it, to, to the east. Mississippi's the left? No, that would be... So Louisiana left, Mississippi on the right. Oh, Mississippi. So Mississippi... Okay, right. I thought Mississippi was on the Delta. No, obviously not. Okay. Um, Mississippi's stayed in his borders but has sent love to... Alabama. Alabama. To, to uh, Mobile from Biloxi and vice versa. Which is interesting. That's interesting. Um, at the same time, Alabama's been invaded by, is that Arkansas? No, by Georgia. Georgia. Who has in turn been invaded by Florida. Yep. Okay. So which one's Arkansas? It, sorry, it's Arkansas, isn't it? Yes, it's not Arkansas, it's Arkansas. So Arkansas is that light blue one that's immediately oh, north okay, of yep. Louisiana. So Arkansas has invaded, oh God. Um, Missouri, so it's invaded, or Missouri, so it's invaded the Ozarks. Um, huh, okay. Radio. Um, whilst Miss, whilst uh, Missouri's kind of basically moved within its own space, but um, Kansas City which of course is in Missouri, not in Kansas, is um, likewise throwing love to whatever law is in Kansas, and Kansas is throwing love back to Missouri. Kansas then continued to move all of its um, movements internally within its own state. Okay. So that brings us then north into Nebraska. Um, I think, yeah, Nebraska is Omaha there. They all move within their own state borders. Um, What's this green one? Well, just before we do that one, let's just keep going directly north. Um, okay, yep. South Dakota stayed within its borders. North Dakota stayed within its borders, but moved um, whatever MNO is up into Ridge in um, uh, Saskatchewan in, in Canada. So moving along next would be Wisconsin. Are we looking at purple, purple one? Purple, okay. So, he so has invaded... He's gone all out against this yellow character. Yeah. That, so, that's... that's um, um, don't tell me. Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin Madison. is the one that's attacking. Madison. Oh, oh. Um, 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 Which um, is a pretty strong attack. Madison. It's gone into two of the territories. Yeah, I'll be fucked. I don't know. What, what's that yellow? Uh... So, the yellow one has Milwaukee in it, which means it must be... <laughs> Minnesota? Is it Minnesota? No, we, we said Minnesota. No, 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 no. Minnesota? No, no, I reckon it's Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota. But in Minnesota it is for the sake of this. Um, so, Minnesota's... Um, whilst at the same time, Minnesota decided to move to the Michigan Upper Peninsula to take MRQ, um, which was undefended. But yes, we've got a situation where we've got two, uh, oh, was it Minnesota? Two Minnesotan armies. Oh, wait, see, Minnesota's the purple one, isn't it? Because it's got Minneapolis. So which so one's... Who the fuck is the yellow Oh, yellow one, Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Wisconsin's on the Great Lakes, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wisconsin. The other one is too, but with the... Uh... Maybe that one's Wisconsin. Oh, but it's got yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah. So Minneapolis must have Minnesota. Yellow and purple. Is Minnesota a town or a state? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, this is what you get. Wisconsin you... is the yellow. Wisconsin. Minnesota is the purple. 
Yeah, so it's Minnesota is invading Wisconsin. Okay, cool. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> um, so below the yellow one, which is Wisconsin, uh, no, is Chicago. Chicago. Chicago, Illinois. Illinois, yes. Yep. So uh, it stayed within its borders except for contesting the Lake of Michigan, which was bounce. And also bounced against um, the yellow one again. Oh, yes. Um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin in, in uh, RAC. Okay. Indiana. Well, this is before we do that. Let's just go up to Michigan. Okay, Michigan. So we talked about um, Michigan bounced with uh, Illinois in, in Lake uh, Michigan. Uh, whilst you know, we got invaded by Wisconsin in the Upper Peninsula. Uh, it's then progressed into WND in uh, the Canadian provinces, but the rest of the time it stayed within its borders. Okay. Now, what's the red one below all that shit and next to Indiana? If that would be oh, Indiana. Indiana. No, oh, Indiana. What's that? Fucking Chicago. Illinois. Chicago, Illinois, Indiana. Indiana, yes. Indiana, because it's got Indianapolis in the middle. Indianapolis. <laughs> Where they've got all the race cars going around. Um, yeah, stayed pretty much within his borders. Um, moving to the east, we've got... Oh, no, no. Can I say one thing about Indiana? Oh, was I've... attacked by... What's it? Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Talk about I, I really... gives me the shits. But this is the way the coding works. That Indiana... In this map, just like England in the Europa Renovatio map, it's almost impossible to see the attack move, the attack lines. You know what I mean? Oh, the, the arrows. arrows. Yeah, very similar to the to the arrows. And I think you might find the same problem with the support arrows for Wisconsin in this. But anyway, so pink Kentucky, Kentucky has attacked um, Indiana. Indiana, but otherwise stayed in its uh, territory. Uh, we go down to west. West. No, 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 we go down to uh, Tennessee, the brown one. Is that Tennessee? Yep. Okay. Tennessee stayed within his borders. Yep. Um, and we've already done the uh, Mississippi, Arkansas. Alabama, we did yep, the Georgia, that. we did that. So keep going east, we hit then um, North Carolina and South Carolina. So Georgia's moved into South Carolina um, and... South Carolina, otherwise it stayed within its borders, attempted to go to FLA, whatever the fuck that stands for, not Florida, obviously, at the same time that North Carolina tried to go in there, so a bit of a bounce. So what? Okay, so it looks like a bit of a clusterfuck going on here. They're all attacking each other. In yeah, there's a bit of a clusterfuck. Well, we keep going, there's even more clusterfucks. Yeah. So okay. North Carolina um, also then moved into Virginia, into DMV. Yep. And Which, Virginia interesting enough, has in turn moved to West Virginia. Yep. And um, West Virginia's moved into Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia's moved into Virginia. It's likely there's going to be a bit of a fight there, probably. What's uh, this? What's this? Poo, poo Green? Baby Poo Green is Maryland. Maryland's gone and attacked. Um, well, it's taken the neutral center Virginia. of, of um, Washington, D.C., and um, yeah, Virginia with. Um, what was that, Alex, Alex Vandry or something? I don't know. Oh, God. Um, okay, and this purple one? Pinky pink? one? Pinky. Pinky or purple? Pink. Pink would be... Hmm. Is that Delaware? No, no, Delaware's further north, isn't it? That Where is, is it? 
got to be Delaware. It? It's got to be Delaware. Delaware's a pinky colour. Okay, so yeah. Delaware's attack Maryland. Actually, that makes sense, because doesn't bloody Biden come from Delaware? And some of his old, some of his campaign material was all around, you know, you used, used to kind of catch the train in, you know, all the way to Washington, D.C. when I was just like a lowly rep- representative or something like that. Oh, okay. And that's geographically possible in there. But yes, Delaware has attacked Maryland, um, and Maryland has attacked Delaware. <laughs> New Jersey, is it? The yellow one? Yep. Yep. Has attacked... Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Um, Pennsylvania has moved within his borders, but has moved to the... Um, Lake Erie. Lake Erie. Overseer zone. Yep. Ohio has stayed within his borders and mm-hmm. moved to the southwest of that overseer zone. Mm-hmm. Um, New York... Just tried to bounce, I don't know. Yes. New York has also stayed within his territory. Let's look at New York. Um, but has moved. Yes. Mm. Although he moved in, technically into Canadian territory with Niagara, yep. but that's neither here nor there. Um, he has been attacked by um, Connecticut. Connecticut. Into uh, the Connecticut is attacked into the Bronx, um, and also moved across into the Hamptons in Long Island. Okay. Whilst um, New York has moved out into whatever LIS is, there's like a harbour zone area. Yeah, I'm getting really fuzzy with these states now. Um, uh, Rhode Island has moved into Connecticut, um, otherwise moved within its own borders. Massachusetts um, attempted to move within its own borders. Actually, tell a lie because um, Rhode, Rhode Island tried to pounds. move into um, NBD in Massachusetts. Yep. Interesting enough here is the fact that um, uh, Massachusetts, with its fleet in Boston, has gone blue water into MSB, whatever the fuck that is. Which is the red Cincinnati? Uh, the red would be... No, not Cincinnati. We had the... the would it? No. Um, green's Vermont. Yellow okay. would be... Well, red is... Fuck. So Vermont's moved pretty much exclusively north. Yeah, into Canada. Uh, towards Canada. Um, Red. Hmm. Concord. Con- uh, New, Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Okay. Yep. New Hampshire's moved into um, Salem in uh, uh, Massachusetts and that into also attacked BID in Maine. Maine. And Maine has pretty much moved north towards Canada. Oh my god, that was 50, you know. Heartbeat. I think we've covered them all. Oh, Hawaii. Oh yeah, Hawaii. What's Hawaii doing? Uh, Hawaii's moved pretty much within his own borders, which is not <laughs> difficult because he's fucking in the middle of nowhere, and uh, moved his fleet out of um, out Pacific. of the Big Island into the South Pacific, which allows him to start making landfall in um, one of the supply centres in the very bottom of the uh, Baja Peninsula in Mexico. Rightio, now that was a big slab of chatter and oh, I think we need to give wait a few weeks before we have another talk around where things sit with this one. I think that's a great idea. Well, it takes us a couple of weeks until we get back together in the pub anyway. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> but hey, 
you said you were in that game. I was in that game. So that's a really good segue to talk about what other games you've got going on or may have just recently finished. Yeah, yeah. so I flicked you a link to... Oh, have um, you? Okay, cool. That's when I was at the bar. I'll go to... Well, I just finished the World Cup Group A Gunboat 1 game. Oh, is this part of the uh, Democracy Sausages deal? Democracy Sausages. Um, and I have to say, this is probably one of the better turnouts that I've ever played as Austria. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we can talk about you being Austrian now. We can, yes. So um, how did it ended in a draw? Ended in a three-way draw. Oh, nice. Germany, France and Austria. So Germany is played by Riccardo Falcone. France is played by Occolo and myself as Austria. England was played by the Czech, who's got a gazillion numbers after his name. Uh, Toby911. Is Toby911 the same as Toby on Vita? Yeah, I don't know. And Aurelian Russia. Um, yeah, so <laughs> this one, I, I I think I sent you the maps. Yeah, you gave me the yeah. maps, yeah. Um, initially, as I was uh, playing this, um, Italy really went all out trying to do a Lepanto. Didn't he move into Piedmont at the start? Yep. And then started... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was very obviously playing for a Lepanto by um, autumn 1902. You can see himself set himself up for that. Turkey could autumn see that... Coming a mile. Oh yeah, Ionian and Eastern Med. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so <coughs> Turkey saw that a mile off and set himself up to um, moved out of the Black Sea back to Con, yeah. Condesmenus Mina to Syria. One of those few times ever that there's a unit in Syria. Exactly. Um, Almost and, as popular as Clyde. And to be perfectly honest with you, I was happy to try and support him um, for that initial period. Because this was a gunboat game, wasn't this it? This is a gunboat, yep. yep. Um, and I think I must say, at this point in time, though, you're done well because as, as Austria, by autumn 1902, you had Serbia and Greece, which is great. I had an army in Greece, army in Serbia, army in Budapest, army in Galicia. Um, but Romania was attacked. No, no, yeah. Yeah, Russia was, was attacking was, you from Romania. There was a bit of hawky-borky going against Russia at this stage. Um, and I didn't see any kind of avenue to really... any long-term benefit to be working with Italy against Turkey at this at this juncture. Um, you're I, not going to get much out of it. Best case, Bulgaria, that's about it. Yeah, I'd be really support. I'd be really maybe, good. maybe, maybe comp, because yeah, you've got a fleet Russia in Russia would probably get more out of it than I would. And um, in spring 1903, I built an army in Trieste, which I didn't use to attack Italy at that time, but I waited until autumn 1904 and went, righto, I'm going to uh, attack Italy. When? 1904? Autumn 1904. <laughs> So moved into Venice, uh, built another fleet in Trieste, yep. and then it, whilst um, at this stage Russia had engaged with Turkey and was getting into, you know, argy-bargy there and was yep. um, sending love towards me, so I felt reasonably comfortable in um, 
engaging in a sort of a, an all-out attack against Italy. No, he didn't send love towards you. He just didn't attack you anymore. He sent love to himself. Oh, no, no. Autumn 1905, he's sending love to me. He moved into Galicia. No, he disbanded Galicia because he's being attacked by Germany and Romania sent a support into Serbia. Autumn Oh, yeah, but spring 905, he moved into Galicia. Yes, he did. Um... Germany, I found in this game, was like one of those erratic players. Right? You couldn't 100% guess logically what he would be doing. Yep. He'd randomly throw support to people and then just ignore the fact the next season and not give you that support that he... You know, it's just like, it's a never-ending stream of that. But, you know, he... Um, he invaded Warsaw, which was great for me because it meant that Russia was in no position really to to be attacking them. In order, in the order north, and he was yep. um, heavily engaged against Turkey, and there was an English army in Saint Petersburg, so he was fairly English, But the English had been in, in the north since pretty much the, almost the start of the game. I noticed that that was very very early on. By by order nine hundred and two, they already had Saint Pete. Yeah, that's right. But they didn't progress any further. Mind you, they, they got an army in there, but they weren't really kind of doing much. Yeah, but you've got to, you've got to rec- recognise that by... Um, by, by so, s- so the fleet in St Petersburg, and then it was sort of empty from spring 1903 onwards. Yeah, and then when you got to, like, get to a 906, and then there's this whole big fight breaks out between England and Germany over the Scandinavia with the swapping of centres, you know, the... Germans move from Denmark into Sweden whilst, you know, the Brits move into Denmark. Yep. Um, the following oh, and year... And, of course, France has already started invading um, England, well and truly. Yeah, so started France in spring the, um... <laughs> That's interesting, a, a spring convoy into Yorkshire. Very cheap. Uh, Liverpool. Oh yeah, Liverpool. That's yep. it. Fuck. Um, Sorry. So did so did so did quite good there. Um, pretty much 1907 was the end date for Italy. Yep. With France taking Tunis, um, and myself taking the rest of the mainland units, um, or mainland supply centres. Germany at this stage had an army in Burgundy. Um, but he'd lost the supply centre and had to disband in Gulf of Bothnia. Um, There's still support being sent back and forth between myself and Russia, Um, but I had to make a decision at that juncture whether or not I was going to push against France or um, stab Russia, essentially. Yep. and I, 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 I did a pivot and attacked Russia. Yep, good move. So you moved into Romania and started moving your fleets across into the Aegean. Yep. So it was um, Romanian... Oh, Romania was... Oh, yeah, so there was a unit there, so you just took it out mm-hmm. and he had to retreat. So that decision ultimately led me to five supply centres. Um, Sorry, five. Yeah, and the reason I chose one of the reasons I chose that was that I didn't see any area or room for Russia. I ended up picking up Romania, Sevastopol, Constanto, Anchor, and Smyrna. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, Yeah. sorry, you fast forward. I didn't. Yeah, two and two. Um, uh, 
it would have been a really good time to attack France as well, yep. given that he was being invaded by Germany. Um, but at best, I could see myself only gaining two supply centres at that stage. Um, Marseille and Tunis, maybe Spain. Um, and it would have meant becoming more of a sea power and relying on Russia to what, whatever Russia was going to be doing. Yep. Um, so I pivoted and um, took Romania. And I think the following year, spring 1909, was my... Uh, uh, I kid you not, this French bloody fleet moved into the Ionian Sea. And that hamstrung me for the rest of the game. <laughs> because I was... Well done, France. <laughs> oh, mate. This Cheeky thing, move, this thing, was well like a, this thing was like a loose tooth. Yeah. You know, you can't keep playing. Like, just keep playing with it. You know, like, it's just this... Oh, incredible frustration having this goddamn French fleet in the Ionian that I couldn't do anything with. I had three fleets there, but I had to use those to deal with the to deal with getting Russia out of Turkey. And I had a fleet sitting in the Adriatic Sea that I couldn't do anything with. Yep. Uh, you know, I could dis I could dislodge Ionian at any point in time, but he would be able to then retreat forward and cause me significant amount of harm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, moving forward, right? So, so what did you do? Send him I off? essentially no. I essentially moved into a situation where I just sent one unit against Ionian yep. in the case that he slipped into either Greece or Naples. Yep. And so I would have that unit there to be able to support myself back into back in, whatever yeah. you know territory he gets. But, but then when you built you built you built an army in Trieste instead of building another fleet. Uh, we're going up to 1912. Uh, 1909. 1909. Um, yes, I did build an army there because I need. I saw that he had bought his fleet from Mid Atlantic to the Western Mediterranean. Yep. And I needed another army in the Italian peninsula. Oh, you're going to convoy it across to Apulia or something like yeah, that. Yeah, to and defend. Then to run. Yeah, 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 to defend Rome, Naples. Double. Yeah, that so, makes sense actually. Um, defending that actually makes more sense to have an army in Rome that can support Apulia into Naples. Um, well, it's the only way to really defend that. Yep, yep, yep. Meanwhile, you so you're, you've got Adriatic attacking Ionian, but you've also got Piedmont at your end attacking Marseille just when we say attacking it's just like one on one it's just like you know a light ribbing it's like yeah, hey well, if you happen to move out I'm moving in yeah exactly but you know if you, you know, stay put I'm not going to let you build put. here mate um, you know and I'm going to keep on moving against you until you move the fuck out of the Ionian Sea which you never did <laughs> um, correct <laughs> well played though I, yeah well played like it, it's, it's a tactic I haven't seen but it was incredibly frustrating from my point of view having this bloody fleet sitting next sitting in this, such a crucially tactical location is that the same as okay so we always talk about Black Sea we always talk about English Channel but is this the same type of thing but just in a totally different paradigm board wise yeah but potentially it is you know um, like yeah. Austria Austria you don't think of it as a sea power anyway. No. But he does have to build fleets in order to win the game. Yeah. Right? And to have a to have an opponent sitting there at a crucial intersection for movement of Austrian fleets 
and I couldn't dislodge it because you just take grease there and it cause all sorts of havoc. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. And the other one that I, re- I sort of really realised is the power that, well, Russia in being able to have a fleet in the Black Sea. And <laughs> not being able to do fuck all and about not it. Being able to do fuck all about it. Yeah. Just, no, nothing I could do. It's kind of like I what I said that. like last week or last couple of weeks or whatever the last episode was when I was talking about if Russia gets knocked out and Germany gets knocked out and you're England and you're the only person who can logistically put fleets into Baltic and Gulf of Bithynia and all that area. It just it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this stage, it had fallen into essentially Germany and France taking out England, and um, then me mopping up Russia with um, taking out his last two supply centres in Constantinople and Anchor. So, come um, spring 914, yep. we're down just to three players. Germany, which I'm really surprised based on the way it was at the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, like struggled back from a really you know, yeah yeah you know, yeah, and and likewise France, um, you know, at, at one stage was almost looking like he was going to fall over against a German onslaught. So, um, mm. yeah, I, I was actually quite wrapped with that draw. Um, Good outcome. I ended up with more supply centres than the rest of them, but I couldn't see a pathway to win. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, I don't know between your three-way draw and my four-way draw. I don't know how... Uh, I think the rest of our teammates didn't do fantastically. Our 1v1 game, we lost. Okay. And I think the other one was like a seven-way draw. So um, <laughs> I, I don't know whether that's going to mean that the democracy sausages move up to the next you know, um, next tier in the in the champ, whatever that tournament is. So, um, Look, I'm not sure. I'm in another gumbo game on that one, and I'm just doing terrible. So I expect to get knocked out on that. So. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, without going into any details whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. I, I, I did my best with one of them, and the other one's just sort of falling through. And my one versus one, I didn't do too well either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll wait and see what the numbers are. How about we get some more drinks, that's and then we'll just in. talk about whatever else you've got going on. Is there anything else you've got going on? Uh, I could talk a little bit about my win. Okay, well, we'll come back to that. A win. A win. Another win for Kana. Another win. And we're back. Cheers. We're back. Cheers. All right. Yeah, the side is perfect on the set there. Wine's good after a first beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I recently won a game um, as Turkey. It was uh, on the classic 1897 map. Ah, so this is the one that you start with one unit? Correct, yep. At a predetermined spot in the country's borders, is that right? How's it work? Remind me again. Each country starts with one unit, and the supply centres that they capture in the first two winters of the game become their home supply centres. Right. And this was an anonymous game? It was an anonymous game. So we couldn't talk about who you were last time. Yeah. But now you can, because it's over. It's over. Um, So I played Turkey. Yep. um, And ended on a win with 19 supply centres. Whoa! Rank or unranked? 
Correct. Well, <laughs> how many points do you have now? I, I, I don't know. I haven't. Um, you can find out. Just scroll to the top. 1784. Mm. You're um, nipping at my heels. I'm only on 1909. I just got to say, though, that if it wasn't for Italy, I, I think Italy threw the game towards me, actually. Like, deliberately? Um, yeah. And I don't understand why. I quizzed him about it. And it's essentially that he um, found it amusing to keep attacking England <laughs> for some bizarre reason. Like, he had fleets sitting around in the Atlantic Ocean and, <laughs> and Norwegian That's Sea. That's still and, fun, and, though, isn't it? And, and when I stabbed him, um, he, he, he had a couple of armies still um, sitting down. Was it down gunboat or not? It's gunboat. Okay. Um, to where I, autumn 1905 is when I stabbed him. And Italy have has... A look, have a look at where the disbands are <laughs> and where, where he kept his units. So. Okay, so for the listeners, in autumn 1905, I cannot believe this case. This is hilarious. <laughs> know, yeah. um, Italy... Who was only on one, two, three, four supply centres. So his home supply centres, plus Tunis, no surprises there. No, no, he was on six. He had three fleets in the north and... Yeah, no, no, I know, but, yeah. but I'm saying, at this point of time, after okay. the autumn phase, he's down to four. Yeah. And he decided to... But, so you took Vienna and Trieste off him? Yep. Okay. So, and someone else must have took something else on him because he had to spend a three. Um, Did you take something else and spring off him? Maybe. Okay. Anyway, regardless, he loses. Either three. way, this is a very. I will find out who this this player is. But it's a really peculiar take. So he ends up disbanding his remaining units that are capable of defending his homeland. So he doesn't have any units in his Italian homeland, except for Piedmont. He chooses to disband Piedmont, Tyrolia, and so, uh, and Bohemia. All armies. Yep. All armies. So with his four supply centres, he's chosen to keep his fleets that are in the English Channel, the North Atlantic Ocean, the North Sea, and the Norwegian Sea. <laughs> you, you cannot predict the bizarre behaviour of some diplomacy players, can you? That is no, just like but, but, yeah, fucking yeah. bonkers. So I, I attribute it, I, I attribute my win to that in a nutshell. And then... Why, why did he do that? Why, what was his beef with England? Yeah, I, I couldn't figure it out. England never attacked him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it gets more bizarre than this. He continues to attack England with his fleets. <laughs> right? Ultimately, giving me the game by doing this with yeah, look, look at Norwegian Sea in the last year. So autumn, no autumn or spring? Uh, look at spring. So Norwegian Sea attacking Norway mm-hmm. for no particular rhyme or reason, just doing it. Which uh, at least he should have gone to sorry, he should have gone to Barents and gone for Saint Pete. Something, yeah. You should but, support him into Saint Pete. That would have been hilarious. But yeah, uh, yeah. So he um, he survived. I was like, you should have done that. You should have uh, you should have played to that that fun. 
You should have, you should have said support orders should. for Norwegian City Barons and then fend it under St. Pete. Actually, did I? Um, I did, actually. No, I didn't. I should have supported him to Norway. It wouldn't have mattered because I was being attacked by Finland. But, yeah. Anyway, so I end up winning. Um, I think mostly because Italy has just played really bizarre. So, who were the, who were the players oh, in the game? Yeah. Um, players in the game were... Um, England was played by Brick Nasty France by Lamb Nobody Italy by Dr Helmut Cole oh. played him before <laughs> he's been around for ages he has yeah um, Germany by Sancho Panza did I tell you once that I actually sent a private message to Dr Helmut Cole saying are you actually Dr Helmut Cole <laughs> and he said no you, you do know who Dr. Helmut Cole is? No. No. Kainer, he's so young. So he was the German Chancellor during the fall of the Berlin Wall and the unification of Germany. Oh, right. So, like, late 80s, early 90s. Okay, there we go. Before Harry hanging on to Gerard, Gerald, someone, someone, fucking, I don't know. Austria was played by Rancher and Russia was played by Bacardi's. Um, and they've, they've all read Bacardi's, a little... as in, like, the drink? Like, you know, the... Yeah, except the, the K coconut, instead of coconut C. white rum. Yeah, K except the first C. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I asked him, would you like to share your thoughts in regards to um, the game? Oh yeah, yeah. With us, so um, uh, in regards to Italy, why did you throw the game to Turkey? So England replies, "Yep, that Norwegian unit basically sealed it for Turkey with those two pokes of Norway on consecutive turns." Ugh. Only reason I can think of is to stick around for survive, maybe. Between that and my loss to Silesian army in the spring, that was that. Had submitted different orders in spring and not gotten poked by Italy, would have at least made another year. Okay. Okay, Italy responding. Sometimes I got no logical reasons. Out of a mood, it was funny for me to destroy the game of England. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> Is this in global at the end? Yeah. Okay. I was hoping Turkey appreciated how important my fleets were. I think he appreciated it, but it was too easy and tempting. At the end, I attacked Norway to survive. Good game, and sorry sometimes I'm playing unlogical, and I'm not playing always for my own benefit. Uh, da -da -da -da. Russia jumps in. This game was interesting for me in the sense I got forced into a lock with no one intending to do that. So I think he's got in, he got himself into a lock into a corner. The fleet build at Constantinople in 1899 made me feel like a move into Armenia was necessary to not lose initiative. That feeling turned out to be right as Turkey moved against me. I moved against him because he did that fleet build. Um, it was a losing hand and the only way not to lose was locking against Turkish fleets in the place and hoping that Italy would see the weakness and attack Turkey. Then he didn't and the move to Syria ended up in complete disaster. It would have been better without it. I would still lose, so no change in outcome. Also, I think England did a bad move by attacking me. It was always clear that I was barely scraping by. It was also clear that I wouldn't just let him take Moscow just because he kept moving into it. He made downfall come a lot faster, which gave him nothing but a more powerful foe in the south. Good game. And then Italy jumps back in and says, I realise fast that a friendly outcome with Austria is not possible. I'm always searching for allies in such games and saw that Turkey is under pressure by Russia 
and that Turkey is a possible ally. I was pleased with the support from Turkey to Trieste and thought I'd found my ally. And if I think I found my ally, I always try and help them and never break alliances anymore. Wow. I know. How honourable. Very. Even after a stab. Who was this? Helmut Kohl. Turkey was building so many armies that I was hoping for a deal and I built fleets and Turkey the armies. Turkey did that well, but I was deceived by hope. I would be attacked much e- I would be much easier and more fe- effective for me to attack France and I knew that, but I wanted to fight the strong England. By passing my fleets the mid-Atlantic Ocean and getting just a fort over Liverpool, I wanted to show what a good ally I am and that was a hint for Turkey that I accepted his victory even if he needs some supply centres of mine. But Turkey could not know any of this. After the stab, I decided to help a bit, help it a bit France by cutting the support of Holland. Good game. Well, well done, Kane. Well done. So, well, congratulations. It's been a long while since I've had a win. So. Yeah, but you've, you've, been, you've been getting some great, great draws, so now having a win is always a good thing. Um, I'll ask you something else later during the Patreon episode. Okay. But um, you've been playing a lot of gunboat lately, yeah. rather than, than full press. Mm. What are you getting out of that gunboat experience as opposed to full press at the moment? What, why, why the gunboat versus the full press? Well, it means I can keep my hand in the game and sort of leave the game with the game. I'm not getting too consumed with the communication aspect of it. Yep. Um, which is good for my work-life balance at this stage. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's my sole reason. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I don't have the time to... Do the press. Do the press in a way that would do justice to the actual game with other players. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be doing the game injustice. I mean, going back to that um, team-based game for Europa Renovatia, which is a full press thing, I, I understand where you're coming from because like, when you have that many players that potentially you're going to be having dialogue with, and at the moment, you know, we've got dialogue going with about you know, eight, nine, ten players. Yep. You have one day, like, I mean, I'm fortunate enough, I think that might be on a two-day phase. Yeah. You have one day where life gets busy with personal shit or work shit, and you're like way behind the eight ball when you consider also right, we're in a geographic location yeah. that doesn't sync up with America or, or Europe very, very well. Yeah. I think if I was to dive back into um, full press at this stage, it would be a four-day cycle. I'm thinking I'd be able to manage that. Yeah. I'm not looking at that at this stage. Yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Well, I don't know about you, but I reckon that's a bit of a wrap on the, this episode. I think so. I think we've covered a lot of topics. A lot of um, topics. We'll keep working on trying to organise some good interviews. We didn't have one this time, but we'll have one maybe soon. Sounds good. Alright, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm Kevin. I'm Andy. Um, as always, just do the usual blah, 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 subscribe. Usual blah, blah, blah. Jump uh, on the Patreon. Join. Uh, yeah, we've we, we banged on about the Patreon too much. Fuck that. Um... Hit the like button. Drop us a comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the like button that doesn't exist. Drop us a comment. Great. <laughs> God. All right, guys. See, See ya. ya.